Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So today on the Trading Coach Podcast, we're going to tackle one of the biggest demons in trading, and that is early profit taking by giving you a nice little technique that I use to help stop me from making these mistakes. A quick little pause, right? We'll explain that later. But just to give you some background about this episode, this was taken from inside the New York Live trading room, which is something that I host every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on the Tier 1 trading platform, where we were looking at a trading opportunity. We were waiting for the close of a candle in order to take profit. And of course, the candle was doing a little bouncy thing where, of course, it was in a lot of profit and then it got sucked back up to a little bit of profit. And then, well, I don't want to spoil the story, but I want you to visualize that when you're listening to this podcast, since it's always, uh, not always, but often a little bit weird on an audio only um, platform when we're talking about chart related activities. And this thing is, oh, this this sucks. We're we're hitting the 20, but we, we haven't closed yet. So this is one where if Greg's watching this, he's probably, maybe that's not why he's not in the room today. He's probably watching this thing and saying, we had this much profit, right? 58 pips, which is massive on a 15 minute chart, by the way, guys, right? When you're usually capturing like 15 pips, this is massive. This is three, three times your average reward. And then you got to see it go all the way up. Now, let me ask you guys this. We talk about it all the time, right? The deadly sins of trading. One of the deadly sins of trading being early profit taking. Do you see how easy it is to get sucked into taking profits early? Like, think about it. Think about you in this situation. Do you see how easy it would be to be up 58 pips? Three times, four times your average reward. And now you're watching it. You've got six minutes left until this candle closes and you're watching your profits go down the drain. How easy do you think it would be to just be like, you know what? I'm just I'm cashing out at 32. 32 is still a a big win. Per my average, I'm cashing out. It's so easy to do so. But here's the deal. You can't. You can't. Because although right now you think the profit is the most painful thing and the, the worst thing in the world is missing out on profit here here's what here's what i want you to do i want you to i want you to weigh risk reward right because that's what we do as traders traders we are risk managers i want you to weigh the risk and reward all right so we went from what 58 to 36 22 pips let me ask you this question how much of an effect does 22 pips have on your trading year if you miss 28 pips, and it's not really a miss, but let's, that's the way we phrase it in our heads in these situations. If we miss out on 22 pips on this single trade, does that affect our trading year? At the end of the day, when you look at your stats and you're going through your equity curve and your P&L, will 22 pips make a difference? Hell no. Not at all. Unless, you're taking, unless you got some very slim margins, right? But no, you won't even miss it. 
Shoot. You, you, you'll miss more than 22 pips on, on a day when you're sick and you can't trade the markets. So the risk of missing out on 22 pips, and again, missing out is the wrong word, but that's the way we phrase it in our head, is, is nothing. It's, it's minimal, minuscule. Now, let me ask you this. Bigger picture. You miss 22 pips or you, you, you remove your profits early. You make some moolah on this trade. What happens the next trade? Well, you start doing the same thing, right? Because the last time it, it, it happened, it worked in your favor. The trade after that, you start doing the same thing. Now you get in the habit of taking profits early. Let's say you start taking profits early by, let's just say five pips. Like it's nothing, it doesn't make much of a difference. I don't know how many trades you take per year, but let's say even if you take I don't even know how much you would take a mass. Let's say you take 100 trades a year. Let's say 50% win percentage, you have 50 winners. Let's say you've now taken profits five pips early on even half of these winners. Not all of them. Maybe sometimes you stay disciplined, but half of them. That's 25 trades where you've taken profits five pips early. You've lost out on more money by doing this bad habit than this feel-good experience. Does that make sense? And that's only if you do it on half the trades. You're probably taking it on all the trades. The point is, the bad habit is going to cost you more money than the feel-good experience now. The instant gratification, the, 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 the pleasurable moment. Seeking pleasure now feels good for a second and then it doesn't mean anything holding on to this trade and maybe suffering some pain feels bad for a second but then it doesn't really mean anything but putting yourself in a position where you're now addicted to that feel good now experience which came from stopping yourself out early when that becomes a habit and now you chase it now you have an addiction and you have an addiction to something that's going to ultimately end you up with negative results. And the funniest thing is people will justify it. Well, Akil, what if I took profits out and it came all the way back out to stop me out for break even? Then isn't it a good thing? You're just justifying a bad habit. You're just justifying a bad habit. That's like me and the Oreo story where I'm like, well, I'm supposed to stop eating these things of Oreos. So when I buy Oreos, I'm just going to eat the entire case on day one. Because if I eat the entire case today, then they're gone. I won't have the temptation. Man, that ain't true. Because next week, I'll be right back in the supermarket buying another case of Oreos. I'm just going to end up eating more Oreos even quicker. Because now the case is empty. And instead of grabbing two a day, now I'm grabbing a whole other case the next day. And I'm going to justify it again by saying, okay, this is the last time I promise. I promise this is the last time. I'm going to eat all the Oreos and I'll never buy them again. And then I buy them again. Right? Come on. Like we know. But I hear it all the time from traders I work with. They don't, don't want to accept the truth. I tell traders this all the time. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just a one-time thing, Akil. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you forget I, be, I was in the same shoe as you. So by the way, trade exit right now. So we did take it down from here to here. So look at that. Early target taking. Would have yielded you less profit on this trade. Ha ha, nanny nanny boo boo, right? 
Discipline. Stick to your guns. Stick to your guns, guys. Distract yourself. We talked about techniques earlier for, for not getting in your own way. Close the chart down. Listen to this, right? On this, on this particular strategy, most strategies. Matter of fact, I got the question the other day. Um, a trader asked me to the kill. Do I always take? Do I always allow price to hit my stop loss, or do I ever take manual stops? And I said, Well, what's the point of stopping myself out manually? And I, I didn't mean it in a negative way, but a serious question. I said, Why would there ever be a situation where I would stop myself out manually, aside from like if I'm actively managing on a specific like candlestick formation, like and if I get a specific candlestick closed and I take it out. But aside from that. Why would I ever stop myself out manually? Like, is, do I have a reason to do that? And the trader was like, huh, that's a really good point. Like, I don't actually have a reason to do that. So the only reason to ever do that is what? Greed or fear, right? I want you to think about it. Is there, is there, is there ever a reason to stop you to, instead of allowing price to hit your stop loss, which is strategically placed, is there ever a reason to stop yourself out manually? Aside from like a damage control where maybe there's slippage or like you, I don't know. You, you do a good till day order and you it, it, it's you wake up and it's not there like stuff like that it doesn't count but in, in a normal situation no there's not so in this situation right i know that my candle doesn't close my rsi doesn't close until the 15 minute mark we start this conversation at 8 40. there's nothing i can do until 8 45. so why do i sit here and watch it i'm just driving myself nuts get away from the chart come back 8 44 Get that, get the mouse over that manual exit button. And as soon as it hits 845, boom, push it and take your money. More money, again, than you would have had if you sabotage yourself. Bud said, man, I had the same conversation in my own head over and over again. I told you, it's not just me, bud. I don't make this stuff up. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. I used to do it all the time. Many of these examples I'm giving, I, I say I spoke to a trader. I was really speaking to myself, a past version of me. But these are things we need to think about. And sometimes, and I, I do this with my kids all the time, is I, I just tell them to, to think about something before they do it. Like my kids do a lot of dumb stuff. And I say, well, did you think about that before you did it? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, you should probably take a second and just think about something before you do it. And in, in trading, it's the same way. Before we, 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 before we act, because act is like this instinctual response, right? It's always emotional driven, like in action. We act and then we think. Give yourself a pattern interrupt. Seriously, before you take any type of action, it, it could be entering a trade, it could be exiting a trade, whatever it, it is, like set a timer, set your tomato timer if you use the Pomodoro. Give yourself one minute and I want you to just think about your action from different angles. And then ask yourself the question, like, is this a beneficial action? And I think what you'll find is after you give it more thought, you'll be able to separate whether it's beneficial and beneficial is big picture versus short term emotional. It's still ultimately up to you whether you want to cave in or not. That's the discipline part, which is hard. That Oreo sleeve is there and it's up to me whether I, I, I can easily, easily walk past it or I can easily grab it. Right. It's still up to you ultimately. So you got to make that decision, but it's easier to make that decision when you actually think about it, do the math and, and, and measure the, the short-term satisfaction versus the long-term risk with the understanding that the long-term agenda is always the main agenda. So good winner there. That's still a big win for this 42 pips. Let's roll through some other Gregs. 
do a couple more and I'll get you guys out of here. Was there any Gregs this morning? Euro yen. Hope you enjoyed the show. And remember, that pause can work in many different aspects of life. It's not just trading, but even like with my kids that I mentioned, before you're about to do something dumb or emotional, take a second, pause, think about it, weigh the options, and then take action. Speaking of taking a minute and speaking of taking action, if you have a minute and you feel like taking action to support the Trading Coach Podcast, you can do so by doing a few things. One, you can leave me a rating and a review. Two, you can subscribe, like, follow, whatever you have to do, wherever you're listening to this at. And three, you can share this on your favorite or all social media platforms. If you do, feel free to give me a tag as well at Akil Stokes RTM. Thank you in advance and I'll see you guys next episode.